The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The sisters of Lazarus sent word to Jesus, saying, Master, the one you love is ill. When Jesus heard this, he said, This illness is not to end in death, but is for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was ill, he remained for two days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to his disciples, Let us go back to Judea. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him. But Mary sat at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise. Martha said, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, yes, Lord. I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. He became moved and deeply troubled and said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man have done something so that this man would not have died. So Jesus moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay across it. Jesus said, Take away that stone. Martha, the dead man's sister, said to him, Lord, by now there will be a stench. He has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me. But because of the crowd here, I have said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And when he had said this, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, tied hand and foot with, with burial bands, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. So Jesus said to them, Untie him and let him go. Now many of the Jews who had come to Mary and seen what he had done began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you.
Namaste, brothers and sisters. As usual, we have read the shorter form of the gospel. Please read the longer form when you go home. Dear brothers and sisters, the question today, let us begin with this reflection. The question we need to ask ourselves, do you really believe? That was the question. Do you really believe? Not in me, but in Jesus. What do you say? Do you really believe? Yes. Dear brothers and sisters, we just read a beautiful reading of the raising of Lazarus from the dead. The summary of the gospel message is that our Lord has come to give, give us life. Our Lord has come to give us life. And there is a condition to receive this life. That is to believe. To believe in the Son of God. That belief is transformed into love. A love that is expressed by the observances of the commandments. In John chapter 14 verse 15, Jesus said, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. So the question we need to ask ourselves today, do I really believe? Do I really believe in the Lord? In the gospel today, Martha said to Jesus, she said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Two brothers and sisters, Martha makes an incredible profession of our faith. Martha makes an incredible profession of our faith and her belief in the Lord. She, she shows that she really does believe in the Lord. But later, when Jesus was at the tomb, she said, she said to Jesus, Lord, by now there will be a stench. Lord, by now there will be a stench. He has been dead for four days. Basically, what she is saying is, Lord, he is dead. He is gone. He is beyond saving and you are wasting your time. Despite what she said just a second before, that she believed totally that he is the resurrection and life. And now, she believed that Jesus was unable to help her in this case. And, and immediately, Jesus reminds her. He reminds her again. Jesus says, Martha, didn't I tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? He reminds her again about her belief. To brothers and sisters, one thing we need to reflect here is she did believe for the most part. 
But there was that little bit of doubt. It's a little bit of confusion. That little doubt is that she didn't understand the fullness of what she claimed to believe. She has a great faith, no doubt. But there was also a bit of doubt that she did not realize. It was a sign that she needed to grow in her belief to understand fully what she meant by that profession of faith. Dear brothers and sisters, there are many people who profess their faith, saying, I believe in God, I believe in Jesus Christ, I believe in the Holy Spirit. But do they really believe? That is the question. We do the same whenever we come to the Holy Mass on Sundays. We profess our faith. We profess believing God, Son, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. What about our belief in the Lord? What does it mean to believe? What does it mean to believe? To brothers and sisters, belief means to embrace every minute detail. To embrace every minute detail to the T, to the totality. It's not just about the fact that I am baptized or I am Catholic or I go to the church on Sundays, so I believe. No. When I say I believe, that means to the T. That means whatever Jesus desires, whatever Jesus teaches us, whatever Jesus proclaims, whatever Jesus commands, all of that is, all of that I believe. To embrace all of that. It's a total believing. It's not about picking and choosing what we want from the Bible. To believe what we want from the Bible. No. It is to believe whatever Jesus teaches and proclaims. Be that of forgiveness, be that of sin and punishment, be that of love, be that of Eucharist, be that of marriage, be that of purity. Believing in it in totality and completeness. That is what belief is. For example, in John chapter 6 verse 55, 53, in John chapter 6 verse 53, we read, those who eat my flesh and drink my blood will have eternal life. That's the scripture. Now, I come and partake in the Eucharist. But if I don't believe that this is the flesh and blood of Jesus, then eternal life is not for me. Eternal life is not for me through Eucharist. Just because I am present, just because I am at the Eucharist, that does not mean that eternal life is going to be mine. Dear brothers and sisters, if I really believe that is his real flesh, that is his real blood, that is his real presence, then I will have the gift of life promised by the Lord. And it is there 
I will be careful how I partake in the Eucharist. And it is there, I will be careful how I receive the Lord into myself, how I eat it. And it is there, I will begin to examine myself, what kind of state my soul is, my mind, my body, my purity. Because in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 27, we read, Whoever therefore eats the bread and drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be answerable to the body and blood of the Lord. Dear brothers and sisters, examine yourself. That's what St. Paul says. Why? Because we believe that this is the body and blood of Jesus in totality and in completeness. Belief means, I believe in everything Jesus has taught. I believe in everything that comes from the Lord. Not only that which suits me, no. Not only that which I, I reject because it is uncomfortable to me, uncomfortable to my, my friend or someone, no. Or challenging for me. Belief means to believe without a bit of doubt. And there, one receives the life promised by the Lord. Amen.